Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Is that an owl? Or a dove? Yeah. More of a dove, dove or an owl? There you go. That'd be pretty you good. Had a lot that of was calls. Like, a lot of Davy Crockett. Yeah, in you. it was right out of the Davy Crockett. Yeah. You're darn right it was. Yeah. What's Fest his Parker. buddy's name? Fest Parker. Uh, He's got a, a yeah. winery. Yeah, Fest Parker Wines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Davy Crockett. Uh, oh, gosh. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can picture Charlie, him. Charlie, I want to say. Was I it a Charlie? Him. I can picture him. Oh, I Davey can picture Crockett. him. Absolutely. Who's his little sidekick Side buddy who's yeah. with him the whole way? Yeah. Both Especially films. Especially in the River Adventures. Yeah. Oh, he's big in the River Adventures. Yeah, those films were actually were actually a TV show that was like six episodes that they turned into. Oh, is that real? Georgie. George. Georgie Russell. George Russell. Come on. Come on. What a human. Yeah. What a human. Both of those were TV shows? Or yeah, so it was five it was five episodes of like 20 minutes each or whatever that they turned into the, the, the movies. Yeah. Into both movies. Yeah. Cause there's two of them. There's like mm-hmm. the legend of Davy Crockett. And then there's Davy Crockett and the river pirates the, or something. The first three segments comprising the film, which originally aired on Walt Disney's Disneyland were popular enough for Walt Disney to release them theatrically. The film remains Disney's most successful television film project, inspiring two prequel episodes for the television series, which were later released in theaters as Davy Crockett and the river pirates. That's unbelievable. Yeah, you had a little fest park. You had Buddy Ebsen as George Georgie Russell. I'm telling you, before, when we were at Disney, before they got the Star Wars stuff, you see why uh, Bob Iger paid $4 billion for the Star Wars rights? Yeah. Because without that, there's nothing for boys. No. Nothing. No. So they needed something. And in, the, in those days, in a bygone era, there was a lot of stuff for us to choose from. Let me tell you something. You please do. My first trip to Disney yep. as a young man. Land? Disneyland. Yeah, it was California. Yep. Sure, sure, sure. Um, all I wanted was a coonskin cap. So I got that. And then when I got older, I was mm-hmm. able to get old Betsy, mm-hmm. the cap gun. Of course. Rifle, which was a treat. And those were like, those were my, those were treasured, treasured possessions. I tell you what, I would, I would be, I'm not ashamed to admit that I, mm-hmm. I got emotional and may have a tear may have crept into my eye or two. Okay. When I was at the Alamo, thinking about oh, Davy, and sure. they have obviously some of his stuff. Of course, in the do. Alamo Museum. That's the end of their line. Yeah. Hmm. He goes down swinging. Oh, of, course. of course. A young NBC. Of course. Head to toe. God bless him. It's perfect. It's beautiful, Locked but uh, why did? They, and I understand why they you know did why. it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's detracts from the greatness of the, my original old Betsy, and it had like the gold sticker yeah. on the on this the one did too. Uh, yeah, fully he's fully geared up. Oh yeah, in Davy. Yeah, we big days, big Davy family. How could you not be? How could you not be? What's not to like? He grinned down a bear when he was only three. It's great, so good. Yeah. What about so when he's good. when he's going out there and he's uh and he's tangling with uh Bigfoot Mason. Well, he's got to deal with that guy. He's got he to shoots deal... it right into the same hole. Yeah, he's got to deal with that guy. Then he's got to deal with the the uh, the he's Indian a... chief guy was pretty formidable as well. Oh yeah, that he had to deal with. 
Oh yeah, a lot Chief, going on. Chief Red Stick. Red Stick. Yeah, yeah. Dang Red Stick. Um, oh man, good. I could. I'd. Lo- I think we should in the off season one day we should do a full on, like a rewatchables. Be amazing. We should do that one day. Best a week scene, in the off season. Best scene. A Apex rewatchables. For yeah. Rocket. <laughs> well, for Fest Parker was that Apex Mountain? No, probably the winery. Probably the wine. Oh man, Davy Crock. Like. The first thing I think of when I hear his name is yeah. Davy Crockett. Yeah. I think he did really well, though, on the wines, didn't he? There's wines. They're solid wines. No, no, but I mean financially. Yeah, I think I, I, I think, think he so. did quite well. And he was also, he was, he played, he was the titular, titular character of the Daniel Boone TV show, which did very well. Yeah. From 64 to 70. A lot of adventurers. Explorers and adventurers. He just had at that, that time. look, boy, didn't yeah. he? I mean. Yeah, he, he kind of had that, the classic look for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, it's official. Bubba Ventrone, welcome. <laughs> Assistant head coach, special teams coordinator. There you go. Uh, coach, with this, we're thrilled to add Bubba to our coaching staff. He brings a proven track record as both a player and a coach in this league. As a player, he built a reputation as a top special teamer during his 10-year career. He used that experience to make a successful transition to the sideline, where his units have routinely performed at a high level. He has an infectious passion for the game, and we're excited to have him leading our special teams unit. Can you imagine, like, what next week when we have coach at the combine next week yes anyway. yes so when we talk to him I'm, well, and we ask him i want to see how close he can get to this when we ask him the question and just in his natural voice Anderberry tuesday kevin's you're saying if this quote you want yeah you, i want to see how close he can get to it that's what i want what are you implying bo <laughs> i'm saying it's really specific it's very good yeah that's what i'm implying it's great <laughs> it's excited <laughs> It's great. Look, we knew this yesterday. We there did. You there you go. So there it done. is. That's yeah. That's nice. It's good to have him. Um, when will we get a chance to talk to him? Is he coming in here today, Gibbe? Bubba? Say what? Is Bubba coming in here today? No. Monday? No. Bubba will Bubba will Friday. hang out with all of us the following week. The I following week. The following week. Okay. Okay. After post-combine? Yes. Right. Post-combine. Trying to get everybody on the same page going into combine first like focus on meetings and what you got going on and then we can do the formalities after okay all right okay it's what it sounds like yeah and he's probably trying to get organized he's that's trying to move and get over here and all that yeah it's it's very convenient for him that the combine's coming to indy it is gonna be better he he knows all the great restaurants. Yeah, he's set up that you want to go to. By the way, I just tried to make a Wednesday night reservation at Elmo's no luck. Like three weeks in advance. See, gone. You know what? I wonder. Well, I mean, I know that there's the that this isn't the correct answer, but like, I wonder if you are f- from Indianapolis, is Elmo's considered the best restaurant in Indianapolis, or is it just I don't think something going to downtown? That's what I think. I think when, I think they don't. It's like when we walk, have to walk through that mall, you know, to kind of get around to where you're going, and the thing's got like. But I think that's malls everywhere. There's like two stores open now. I don't think we're a fortunate. I don't think we're. Are we in that one? We're not in that one. This we time. are not. Thank so goodness. we're at the end of the strip near wild. the JW Marriott, but not in. No, not, we're not in. in the woods. We no, we're we're the overflow parking. Yeah, yeah. Well, last same year though we were in. Year, I bet same one as last year exactly. Yeah, yeah. my guess. Yeah. yeah, down there on the end, yeah. right across from the NCAA. Which last year because they're my baseball stadium. Yeah, they're my nemesis. So I was like, I, I just thought I want to walk over there and just see what's going on at the NCAA. Okay, what Let's are they go doing? see what you're up to. Yeah. So I walked over there after our shows. I walked over and just kind of 
walked in the door and acted like I owned the place. Uh, got quite far, actually, before anyone was like, uh, we're, we're not closed or whatever. What can you looking for? Um, I got a tip for you. I, I don't know that there were eight people in the whole operation. I got a tip for you. Please. Walk in carrying a, a six-foot ladder. Yeah. You'll get to go wherever you want. I like that. So uh, on TripAdvisor. They never question that. Uh, there was a, it's a I, great question. So, That's a great point. Uh, right. so no this one's ever going to. I'm pretty sure it was showed to me by one of my kids. But this guy, these people were like, they were listening to something. Some guy said, here's a life hack. Anywhere you want to go, if you want to get in somewhere that you're not able to get in, just walk in two people or one carrying a six-foot ladder. And these people, they showed them do it. Into, they got into like the back of a sports arena. They got into a movie theater. They walked right in the movie theater. The guy goes inside, sat down and watched a movie with the ladder <laughs> in the theater with them. They got to, like everywhere they wanted to go. Yeah. Any building they wanted to get into, they just walked in with the ladder. And they're like, yeah, yo, go. You're coming into Because it perfectly looks like it's coming in to fix something. Right. And there's nothing harmful about it. Like, right. It's not like we got to look inside your briefcase or your toolbox. Like, no, it's, it's just not a ladder. That. It's just a ladder. Right. There's something high so I got to fix. You plan to be standing on it. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. The, so uh, maybe maybe like we'll that. try that. The travel. What if we? What if we bird, holding a ladder? Oh, we'll bird God. together, holding bird a ladder. Yeah. 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 I gotta make sure my bird's decisions. operational. Last year, my bird wasn't operational. No, my bird's I ready. I got a lot of. It's gonna spread its wings. I got currency on that thing. I gotta get it back up. Doesn't look very warm for us. I haven't even looked at it. But not not great. What are we? Gosh, I think by the way, what a, that just warms the heart. That God that does. It makes me so happy. By the way, apparently at Fest Parker Winery, they sell in addition to award-winning wines. They do sell coonskin caps and bottle toppers inspired by Parker's Crockett and Boone characters. I feel like I need one of those. Yeah. I've got a couple of coonskin caps from the boys, so if you if you want one, we, I can get make that happen. I think when we do our rewatchables episode this summer, we'll wear them. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm in. Um, all right, what are we looking at? So, oh, no, like 60 on Monday. Oh, it's gotten way better. 64 on Wednesday. It's gotten way better. Yeah. It was in the 40s. 60s. Oh, 60s. 60s. Jeez. We're going to be thriving. The rain is going to be a problem on Monday. It's only but, on I mean, Monday, though. But, but Tuesday's, Tuesday's nice. Wednesday's 53 nice. 53 and nothing but sun. Yeah. We're Love living it. our best life over yeah. there, birding around. So according to TripAdvisor, yeah. St. Elmo's is the 15th best restaurant Yeah, I'd... based on reviews. It is a it is a travelers award winner. Yeah. It's a it's a landmark. It's like something you do. Yeah. But if but you're I don't know if you're like in the mix. There's a place called High Velocity. Yeah. I've actually been there. Uh, number one restaurant in downtown Indianapolis. Connor's Kitchen and Bar, OP Italian, Vita. Uh Livery. Livery, uh, maybe? Livery. It's a Latin restaurant, library, livery. Yeah. The Capitol sure. Grill. Cap Grill. Cap Come Grill, on, stop of course, it. please. Um, they have Ruth Chris ahead of it. There's got to be, I'm telling you, though, you got to get, I, th- I bet you go to like, is it, I think because in, in Indiana, I think it's Carmel as Car- opposed to Carmel. It is, it's, yeah. Car- it's Carmel, California, Carmel, Carmel Indiana. Indiana. Yes, it is. I bet you go to like Carmel, Indiana, like where Andrew Luck and those guys live. I bet there you're going to find something. Yeah. That's my yeah. guess. Is that you, but I think that's a hike. From downtown. Um, I think that's like 35, 40 minutes. It is. Downtown. Nothing is close to downtown. No. No. They The way that they built, it's very much like Columbus in that epicenter and then everything Loop. around. But that freeway is a good that's, 20 minutes in any direction. That's the problem. Columbus was much more tight with its outer loop, 270. So all of those suburbs yes. are popping right off of it. Yes. Yep. Whereas Indy, forget it, man. 
Yeah, you hit that, and you still got 20 minutes to go while yeah. you were at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, it's long ways. I don't understand. Did they think that the, the, the Metropolis was going to sprawl, so they wanted to— In between or something? Yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. I don't either. So, do we have the taco joint set up? We got that locked in? Nada. Yeah. That's for Monday or Tuesday? We got to sort the, through that. We got the we, we got to sort out the basketball thing. We're we got going. We're on banding too. about. Yeah, we got a lot of things. Oh, we, we have to sort. sort. We need to sort. We got to sort. Got to get organized. Sorting. Got to. It snuck up on us. It did. Yeah, it did. It happens a little bit. All of a sudden, here we are. End of February. We're going to Indy. Browns have also reportedly named run game coordinator Ben Bloom as their new defensive line coach, per Albert Breer. Good for Ben Bloom. Good for Ben. Bloom. I like Ben a lot. Uh, he was obviously he would work with everybody on the defensive side of the ball last year, and so hopefully, you know, this is an opportunity for him. As Albert Breer said, he's considered a you know rising star in the coaching ranks, and obviously Jim Schwartz liked him and, and said, yeah, I want to keep working with you, and so he's going to get that opportunity. So good for Ben, and uh, hopefully we're going to get some great defensive line play. That's been a staple of the Jim Schwartz defense, and hopefully we will see that. We need to see it. I would say. Yeah, yeah. You you need to. You've got to get the most. You've got to get something out of these guys you drafted. To, yeah. I mean, it's they got to go. We got you get Jordan Elliott, Perion. Yeah, we we've talked about this. Like, there's it's it's not going to be a free agent situation. It's not at the highest level. Not I don't think. The only way you get somebody that is elite is if you uh, work out a trade, which is going to cost you, in my mind, either one of your a player that you yeah. hold in a high regard because we don't have high enough picks for people to start getting excited. Alaska Bureau Chief, Ackman42, the latter trick definitely works. So does just wearing a safety vest and work clothes. You wear vests and carrying a ladder, I bet you could walk into Area 51. You might be right. I hope not. Yeah. I think we're doing better than that. Just got to yeah. do a little touch-up painting. Yeah, that's you know, paints inside. A little spackle. I like the fact that it's a six-foot ladder, too. Like, that's a nice number. It's manageable. May, right. One person can hold it. But also, like significant enough that you can't it's i couldn't be solved by just standing on a chair correct right it's a sweet spot it requires right it requires this extra height to successfully complete the task at hand yeah which is an exciting thing i like it like where your head's at with all of this yeah all right so that's it so you've got we'll be at the combine tuesday starting tuesday we're driving over monday that'd be a tuesday tuesday uh we'll be there for that and the business uh will be on from the NFL circles on the program today we will have some mock drafts we will have the fourth and third biggest issues facing this team yep. this offseason we'll do a little mailbag we have the all NFC East roster we'll which is loaded loaded yeah Philly. like too good too good it's too good the defense how did this division go from the, one of the worst in the league to one of the best the defensive line is unfair like we need it's we're gonna do actually do make some tough two tough interior decisions. two exterior. We're gonna do it like real. This line is deserving right. of that. Okay, all right. So that's to look forward to. A little bit of mailbag as well. It's a Friday edition. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Renew your home for the last time with Renew Home Exteriors siding and roofing products. Don't spend all day with high-pressure sales, guys. The team at Renew Home Exteriors won't waste your day with hours of negotiating the price of your project. Just an upfront fair price to make your project easy. Modernize your home with premium siding ranging in every style and color. Renew Home Exterior. Superior products, superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that. Had the father-son game last night, fifth grade. Oh, how was that? So a real treat, I bet. We were. Um, it was a close game throughout. Then, with about five minutes to go, the fifth graders went up six, and we were doing like subbing every five minutes. And my buddy, who I call Worthy, he like goes to Where sub it? out. I go, you're, no, no, you're not going anywhere. You're staying in nowhere. We're we're not going to have this. Yeah. And so they had the ball, and one of them shot a three. And I'm like, if we would have gone down nine with five minutes, I don't know that we could have come all the way back from that without like having to press. And I really didn't want to work that hard. Yeah. So they, thankfully they didn't. We end up going up three. And uh, NBC hit a three at the buzzer to send it to overtime. Stop it. Tr- swear. Stop it. Hits a three at the right. buzzer. To send set it the overtime. scene for me. Come on. Drilled it. He just he came in on the corner and they, they got it to him and he hit a three to send it to overtime. So we played the two. Was minute. he going nuts? Yes, of course he was. He was bouncing around like a maniac. And in the All first, right. in the start of the game, I will give him credit for this. Like he straight up nutmeg me. I was up tight on him. <laughs> I was up tight on him, and he threw the ball between my legs, and caught it on the other side, and went for a layup. He missed the layup. Thank God. But I did have to go. Pretty good job out of you. Oh my God, we to say yes, that. we could say that. It's just, you say it in soccer all the time. Gotcha. Common term. Common sporting term. Nothing to be fearful of. <laughs> Nothing to be fearful of. He's safe. He's safe. Yeah, he got me. But anyway, so then we, we got to overtime, and I'm like, we can't. Like, there was another dad who's like 6'5". I'm like, get in. Yeah. Get in. We, like, it's enough of we're not – can't play with the little kids anymore. Like, it's time to go. Yes. They're not they're I'm not, not living with this. Beat us yet. No. I'm not going to live no, with this right. for the next year no. that we lost, and I got to hear it from you. We're not but having No, it. not. So – after we ended up winning by three and afterwards one of the other dads came up to me and he goes eighth grade and i said i go what he goes eighth grade that's when we start to lose and i'm like well that's fine but that's not happening today it's maybe in your world yeah not in my world not happening now not on my watch bub said might be on the mount rushmore of things in this show that have made me stop and that or dick winners which one was dick Dick winners Winners within the first month is one of the greatest dick winners was i almost fell out i mean that was an unbelievable I mean, you've done. You've had quite a week. You also I commented on the style of Buddy Garrity. I did. That was this week. All of it appropriate. Nothing. Nothing, nothing to see here, Willow. Willow. Nothing to see here. Um, all right. As we go around the league, the Rams have parted ways with Bobby Wagner after the first of a five-year fifty. Feels like they're headed. Like it's it's liquidation sale there. And Sounds it, like Ramsey could be traded too. And it feels like they were doing him a solid, right? They're like, okay, you, you. You came here. You were great. Let's let you go somewhere and pursue a title at your, you know, late stage in your career. I, and he's being recruited by everyone in the NFL. On he Twitter. was an All Pro again, so, again, it, nine times. The news came down yesterday, and I'm like, did he lose a step? Did he do? I looked. 140 tackles, six sacks, two picks. I think he was a second team All Pro linebacker. Yeah, he led the league in tackles. I'm like, what? I didn't see that coming. 
Well, you stopped watching them because they were bad. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It, that's, that's, I think, it's what is so impressive about Joe is that Joe on bad teams was noticed. By everybody. By everybody. Everybody. He was, they, they found his performance. That's right. That's what's remarkable. Like, Wagner's played largely for good teams in Seattle, but yes. this L.A. team was bad, and he was noticed. He is a six-time first-team All-Pro and a three-time second-time All-Pro. He is a nine-time All-Pro. Didn't he do it six years in a row? He did do it six years in a row, from 2016 to 2020. So this year he was second-team All-Pro? Last two years he's second-team All-Pro. Wow. Nine-time All-Pro. Yeah. Like, he's gonna he's got a chance to go down as one of the most de- – well, not a chance, he already is – like he may go down as the most decorated linebacker in the history of the sport. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely in play. Most definitely in play. I want to see who's got the most All Pros by linebacker. Oh, he's already got it. He's got it. He's yeah. got it. It's him, Chuck Bidnarik, Joe Schmidt, Junior Seau. That's it. That's the list. He's got it. I mean, Willis. First Pat Willis's ready. run. Of course. Was right there. He should be a Hall of Famer. He should be a Hall of Famer. Wasn't he five in a row, Pat Will- Patrick Willis? Yeah, I think he was five in a row. So, all right. I mean, if you call Lawrence – Lawrence Taylor was a linebacker. He's a 3-4 linebacker, no, he's but a, he's, he's a, a rush pass, linebacker. Yeah. Um, he has 10. Different position. Yeah, yeah, 10. So, Ray Lewis has 10, so he would be the most. Most decorated linebacker, you know, standard linebacker. Is Ray Lewis. Patrick Willis played seven seasons in the NFL. He was a pro bowler in all seven and first team all pro in five of the seven. Let me get a second team all pro. He should be he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should be like the same way they viewed Gail Sayers is how they should view Pat Willis. And he was second team all pro once. So, yeah, so six out of seven years he was six all out pro. Of seven years he was, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Not in the Hall of Fame. That's a joke, man. Yeah. That's not right. No, he was dominant. Yeah. Most pro, most all pros all time. Reggie White, Reggie incidentally, White. with thirteen. Jeez. Bruce Smith, eleven. Jerry Rice, is that 11. combined? Yeah. Uh, Jerry Rice, eleven. Anthony Munoz, eleven. I feel like it should only count first teams. Oh, I don't. I don't but if somebody it. was a twelve-time second-team all pro, never was first-team all pro. I suppose. They should be the top. But I don't know that that ever has ever happened. I think a like first-team all pro should be worth two points, and a second-team all pro should be worth one point. I don't know that. Um, so those three guys with 11, and there's a list at 10 that's about 10 deep. Manning, Lewis, Barry Sanders, Tony Gonzalez, Bruce Matthews, Gino Marchetti, Lawrence Taylor, John Hanna. So where's the Hoff at? Eight? The Hoff. Six first and two seconds? The Hoff. Yeah, is yeah, he's eight. Six and two. Yeah, but his six first is incredibly impressive. Sure, yeah. But they, they still have it at, at eight. So in terms of active guys um zach martin is eight yeah and justin tucker has eight yeah well justin tucker's quite bobby wagner with nine those are the those are the active guys shane leckler is a nine-time all pro he should be he should be in the hall of fame he's He's gonna be he's he's not eligible yet best punter ever aaron donald has seven von miller has seven in terms of active keekley will be eligible in 2025 if keekley's in then willis should be in because he's Keekley's uh, seven-time All-Pro. Adrian Peterson, seven. Kelsey, seven. Yeah, but so is was active. What do we say? Willis was six? Six. Willis Out of be seven in. years. Yeah, he should be in. How many years did Keekley play, though? Uh, not a whole lot more. If, 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 if. Yeah. Johnny Hecker's got six. You're not going to get another. Jason Peters, six. Cordero Patterson, six. Cordero Patterson might make it. He's got the most 
ret- kick return touchdowns ever. Yeah. I didn't know Indomitian Sue had five. Indomitian Sue was C.J. Mosley. Aaron Rodgers only has five. Do you say C.J. Mosley mm-hmm. has how many? Five. C.J. Mosley, yep. the linebacker. That's right. Five. There's got to be a lot of second teams. I would think. It's a big number, right? Petonio five. Keekly Julio Jones five. Keekly five first team All Pros, so that's same as Patrick same Willis. As Pat. Two second teams, which gives him the seven total, and he played one, two, three, four, five, Mostly six, seven. five second teams. Eight. Straight. So he shouldn't be on the so list. That's got to be a different. That's what I'm that's saying. It's got like, to be a different. Got to be like a number with how many are first team. Yeah. Uh, so Keekly. Keekly good too. Yeah, no doubt. But it's similar to if he gets in, Willis should get in. Five first teams, seven years, all Pro Bowls, and his, his best seven-year stretch was all Pro Bowls. If Terrell Davis is in, yeah, then they should be in. By the way, Luke Keekley couldn't have been a nicer guy. We talked those week one. We played yeah. at Carolina, and he's doing – I think he's there. Is he their radio analyst, Gibe? It was his first year radio. First year doing it, yeah. So we had like a really nice talk. And you know what else was really nice that day? Jake DeLome like sought me out and could not have been nicer. From a, Do you – did you guys cross paths here? No, or just that was before me. Before. He yeah. said just had heard through his Browns contacts to come seek me out. Jake, daylight come and me want a Delome. Boomer. One man. of the best. That's that was one of the unbelievable best. Unbelievable yeah. one. Daylight come and me want a Delome. Just lived like that. Just lived me say day. So good. <laughs> I mean, that was – he had a run where he was just on a real heater. I mean, he, he no one could drop a 70s lyric – juxtaposed to someone's name like him you know what i'd be curious to i i'd like since we're doing like fun little documentaries mm-hmm. I, and it wouldn't have to be that long but i wonder if there was any footage like did was it a team was it him just sitting there and looking at names and him like coming up with every single one of them or did he have like a crew where they'd go in there and they'd spitball on yeah. a whiteboard you know like how did we come up with they like coming me want a delo like was that all berman and if there was a team i feel like they should get some credit at some point for being a part of of these things don't know Berman. Never met him. Chuck New Kids on Knobloch. I mean, yeah. like that feels like that wasn't him. He's not listening to the New no, Kids. No, that wouldn't be him. He would be seven. Yeah, like he's anything with the Eagles. So is this a team of like a of a team producers? Probably, a, maybe. That's what I want. Don't you knowing think that'd be him fun? for sure, but knowing him just from thirty thousand feet, does he seem like someone who would give credit to something that he did that he didn't do? This is what I want. I want. Gloss right. I'm up, gonna right. go right past that. I'm no, I'm going, I want a little mini documentary on the coming up of it. And then at the end, you have like an unveiling of his top 10 nicknames of all time. I don't have a problem with that. I'm interested. I'm for it. I'd watch that. If it's an hour show, maybe 30 minutes, like a Peyton's place. You're talking Peyton's places. Fine. That's how, that's the perfect. Well, an hour, an hour shows 38 minutes. Yeah. But I mean, like it might be a quick reveal and I don't know if you can spread it. Well, I the process, I think, be, if the process is interesting and if there's yeah. some old archival footage of that them in there key. throwing stuff up and you're that. like, oh, God, yeah. new yeah. kids on knob, like, ah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. great. Yeah, that would be very good. I think you need, I think a Peyton's place is on it feels like a home run. 24 minutes. Let's tell him. Yeah. Well, Hoff's got his number. Yeah. Welcome. Well, you're welcome. I was so mad, though. I'm mad at the Hoff now. And I guess it's because he's moved on. But he was talking about Peyton Manning, welcome in the Hall of Fame, and how it meant mm. something. He's like, because I used to know him from my playing days, but he used to always drop, you know, from the Pro Bowl. We'd, yeah, right. We'd hang out at the Pro Bowl, but right. now that they're Hall, now, of, now we hang out in the Hall of Fame. We're in the Hall of Fame now, so yeah. no big deal. By the way, he's got the right attitude about this. Do you remember that uh, the show that uh, that we did when he was in here, and we kind of 
made his wires all cross when we talked about like do you ever look back on that decision to not go to Denver and think about like would you have ever ended up living in Denver would you have that was on, in and Denver? that continued on text after yeah right like yeah. That, he was <laughs> he texted us like an hour later and he was yeah. still in the uh, noodle was, yeah. about it it was good I think the two things that have put him in that that was one where he was just like that the whole that whole other that, side and of then, it, the alternate and then, life of it and then this guy yeah. being like an enemy of the yeah. show he just couldn't get his head around wait a second you're you don't you're not here to make their lives easier <laughs> no no far from it far from it oh that was those those two are both great uh three teams have most recently called for Derek Carr the Jets and the Saints but three more teams uh my guess is that it would be who let's pick them Carolina by the way what what a garbage report yeah who? It's a report when you tell me who these teams are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, Carolina. We, we used to have a guy on that would give yeah. you that. But I can't tell you anything. That's I right. know it, oh, but I God. can't tell you. Can't, I can't wait. I was just on with him this week. You were? No, on, you on, were serious. on Serious. I didn't even know he had an outlet. Serious XM serious Fantasy. X. He does a show with the guru. The great guru. Who was oh, on show. my God. No. Didn't I? How did you did, not tell us? By the way, the best didn't is Didn't I so, get him at the combine with that? Didn't yeah. I drop oh, that yeah. on him? Like, Of course. Yeah, that yeah. was a wonderful. Pretty sure he hadn't been back since. We, uh, oh, he had no idea it was going. No, on. He, he thought it was no, price. right up. Yeah. Um, the guru has me on on mm. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday morning. And so you know, he does a nice, very nice intro of me and and the whole deal, and and then you know, he's like, "Buddy, first time we've talked. Happy New Year." And I'm like, hmm. "He's like, I know it's like late for that." I was like, "Guru." Of all the people in the world, you have been on Curb Your Enthusiasm. There right. is an episode starring right. your boy LD, three days max. Three days. And here you are in not Almost even we're, March. We're past the middle of February. He'd hit me with a happy new year. He really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. That. He's That's like, yeah, outrageous. Right. Yeah. February 24th. Outrageous. Happy new year. I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah. Um, Carolina. Okay. Carolina, sure, sure. I'm in. Would Seattle? No, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little, a little surprise one. All right, who do you got? Miami. You think? Yeah, I mean, if with the Tua stuff, I mean, it'd be the smart thing to do to hedge. Yeah. On Tua with the injuries. Indy. That would seem to make sense. Then, then they wouldn't be held hostage at the top <laughs> of the draft. If they go from like Phil Rivers to Matt Ryan. To Derek Carr, like we're just, we're, Carson Wentz in, in there, yeah, a Jacoby before, like we're trying. Yeah, what about New England. So I saw uh, one of those guys who's really dialed in on the Pats, Darlington Rice, Mm-mm. Volan, no, not that Re- Reese, Reese, yeah, Reese. Mike, Reese. Reese. Mike Reese, yeah, Reese, Mike Reese. I call he, him Rice. He said, um, he said, there's no. He goes over Bob Kraft's dead body. Would they move off of Mac Jones? So. That's a poor decision. Well, I if you're if you're Bob Kraft, like at what point are you saying, "Hey, Bill, maybe you're the problem"? Know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's you're not, not crushing it, but you're not crushing it. I don't Did know. You looking guys... at looking at our all AFC East team yesterday, a lot of Patriots still on that team. Defensive guys, yeah. yeah. Um, this story. In the athletic, the Russell Wilson story. Did you guys have a chance to read this? I read this this morning. It's I've... amazing. I did not read it line for line, but I got the gist of it that basically he wanted them out. Oh, he, in February of last year, he demanded that the Seahawks fire Pete Carroll and John Schneider, and within five days he was traded. So when you say, how did that happen out of the clear blue sky, that's how. 
There have been rumblings about it for two years. Right, now. but but I mean, in terms of like, there was nothing, and then all of a sudden he was traded. Yeah, and it, the whole business was done. Um, the other thing that is really interesting. So then Wilson's trying to cover his tracks. On He's all saying this. no. He's saying that's not true. Yeah, he goes. I love Pete. He was a father figure to me, and John believed in me and drafted me. I never wanted them fired. All any of us want us to win. I'll always have respect for them and for the and love for Seattle. Um, is is Wilson on that one? So he kind of denies it in there. Eh, I never wanted of. them fired. Yeah, no, well, he does. That's a straight well, he, denial. But they, no, the rest isn't. of this. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's a difference semantically between in your heart, I love him. I never wanted them fired. I never wanted it to come to this. Yeah, yeah. But sure. I did ask could, for it to happen. I didn't want it to happen. That's true. But it had to happen. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, I don't hear that. I never went and asked for them to be fired. No, no, that's true. That's you. Right. Also, semantics are key here. Also, in this story is basically what was going on in Denver. They basically gave him keys to the castle. Do whatever you want. Yeah, Champagne's not having that. No, not at all. So that's all done. But it's it's pretty interesting. You you think about athletes who had a almost entirely positive, like largely positive feeling about them, and then without doing anything morally morally uh, corrupt or or also not doing anything illegal to become someone who is so unpopular so quickly. Like, it's like him and Phil Mickelson and LeBron with a decision. Like, those are, like, the ones that I could think of that just, what happened here, man? And I think some of the thing with Wilson is, I've said this before, when you play in Seattle, no one notices, man. You can be a kind of anonymous. I mean, he was, you could tell that his teammates did not like him. For sure. And that he was a little bit odd. Yes. Yeah. So this is, it's a worthwhile read? Yeah. The full thing? Yep. The full Monty? Yep. Okay. Vance Joseph returning to the Broncos as their new defensive coordinator four years after be firing as their head coach. Totally different regime. People are like, it's so crazy. Like, none of the people that were responsible for hiring or firing him are there. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe loosely, but it's a different, right. Iconic franchise. You're working with Sean Payton. You're going to have, you want to talk about, like, as long as you don't blow it, you're going to be there for a while. Well, that's what I was saying uh, in talking to, you know, people when people are looking at what jobs it takes. I said, if you're going to go and join a staff, like the Denver staff feels like a good one to join because Sean Payton isn't going anywhere for a while, which means you are not going anywhere for a while as long as you do your job at a reasonable level. Put down roots. Put your kids in school. By the way, Derek Carr, according to reports, Derek Carr is seeking $35 million per year in his next contract. Um, it's kind of a bargain, isn't it? It doesn't feel bad. It would tie him with Kirk Cousins in annual earnings and sit just ahead of Jared Goff if he gets his desired deal. Carr's already visited the Saints and Jets, the Titans and Panthers. Titans, I did not have them. The Titans and Panthers have mm-hmm. also been linked to him, but no meetings have been reported on. What's so Tannehill those could be two of the other three. I think Nothing. Tannehill's gone anyway, but that but and Malik Willis, Malik Willis is, is not ready. Not ready. But it seemed to me like they would be more in line of like, like, hey, let's go be bad. Here's the thing to watch for next year. The next next year's and I understand that there's going to be quarterbacks taken at the top of this year's draft. Next year's quarterback class is going to be really good. It's going to be like the Burrow Herbert one with Caleb Williams and Drake May. At the top, the Carolina kid, then the Heisman winner at USC. It's loaded at the top. So there will be a race to the bottom next year. And you have to – who are the teams that are going to be in position to go do that? But that will be something to watch. It's a quick little sure. draft note as we continue to go around the league here. A couple things. Uh, Jeremy Fowler reporting NFL teams have draft grades ranging from the first round to the fourth round on Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. How did he become like the thing this week? I don't know. Said Slow one week. One general manager said he's Cam Newton and Justin Fields combined. Doesn't mean he can throw the ball very effectively. Yeah. Said, I've never seen a bigger variance league-wide out of Detroit. 
Aaron Glenn, former Browns coach and yep. great dude, will get a contract extension. And also it feels like this could be the end of DeAndre Swift in Detroit due to his injury history and what they got out of Jamal Williams. And then the last one, one is – those guys, when he plays, he's good. He's, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then it, more and more stuff out of Cincinnati that Bates is not going to be back. But, I mean, I feel like that is – to me, it's, it's such a surprise that it is the most – it's not even – discussion that he's coming back like he is gone everybody we've had on has said he's gone but i felt like that a year ago when they franchised him i think even he they can't like, pay everybody and if they want to get if they want their priorities as they should be are going to be on burrow chase and higgins that's the priority but no you're you're right Gibby. like I, I just remember a year ago he was even he was like i'm gonna accept this but a year from now this will not be accepted it's over yeah, yeah. All right, we hit uh, Z's number four and number three biggest needs for us this offseason. That's coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. When you're on the injured list, get help getting back into the game. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time to continue our countdown to the 10 biggest needs for the Browns this offseason with numbers four and three with Dr. Z. Do we want to refresh? Sure, we'll do a refresh. Quick refresh. Number 10, a true slot cornerback, and that's probably for depth, either a free agent or in the draft. Number nine, true center field free safety. Obviously, that requires some moving around, or that could be the third person that comes in, and we want to play some big stuff for that person in the center, and you bring both Delpit and John Johnson down. Uh, number eight, a big step forward for – actually, number eight, bring back Ethan Posick at center. Number seven, a big step forward for Jed Wills. Number six, more consistency from Cade York. Number five, bulking up the interior of the defensive line, some beef and some pass rush. Maybe a big trade there. Maybe you get a superstar there, or maybe Jim Schwartz makes a superstar, which brings us to number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. All right, this to me is the biggest tangible need on the offense. It is a speed-wide receiver. Whoa. It is getting somebody who can stretch Whoa. the field, create space vertically and horizontally to allow Amari Cooper to get more man coverage, which he dominates for Donovan Peoples-Jones. More space for David Njoku down the seam. More space for Nick Chubb in the running game. More opportunities for downfield passing a hallmark of what Deshaun Watson likes to do. I think this is critical. You either find one, I think, with your second-round pick or you find one as in free agency. Electricity. No. Snub. You're, um, it's important for people to pay attention to – we were talking about semantics with Russell Wilson. Yeah. We were talking about – you okay? Yeah. Just, yeah, okay. Um, little uh, little uh, semantics with Russell Wilson. You said the number one tangible. Because my reaction to this was, whoa! Because this was number one. This is number one for me. Speed receiver. Got to find it. But that's roster. So tangible is important. Right. It's an important part of that. So this yes. is your number one roster improvement, your number four offseason. Uh, that's actually my number two. Number two roster, roster improvement. improvement. That's my number two From roster player improvement. Ad- okay. All right. You'll, you All right. Get my, you'll get my number one right now. Let's do it. 
Number three. Number three, and this is the final tangible roster improvement type of a situation. We need an edge opposite Miles Garrett. I mean, right now on our roster in the defensive end room, here's what you got. Miles Garrett, 16 sacks, beast, monster. Alex Wright, your third-round pick a year ago, no sacks, 13 mm -hmm. tackles in seven games, did have five passes defense, but certainly didn't give off the I'm ready to take over full-time opposite Miles Garrett vibe. Now, can he progress forward? Perhaps, but you need a starting defensive end out there. You also have Isaiah Thomas, who had one sack and four tackles in 10 games. Your free agents, Clowney, he's not coming back. Chase Winovich, who I liked but is a rotational player. Mm -hmm. I like Chase a lot. I actually hope he comes back. I think he's a great dude. He had a sack, 14 tackles in eight games, had the pick six, came on strong. But we don't have a real number two on this defensive line. This defense is based around the defensive line's ability to dominate. You need somebody for Miles Garrett. We were still, and I'll go back to this, and you're going to say, well, why, how can speed receiver not be number yep. one? Speed receiver is so important. But without that, and with Jacoby Brissett, we were a top 10 offense. Mm -hmm. So we can still be functional there. Yes, we want that. But I think we need a starting defensive end opposite Miles Garrett. And I think that our second round pick, a lot of people are looking at defensive tackle. I'd be, my guess is that pick is an edge or, or a receiver. That's the way that I see that going. All right, come at me. You're no, not I'm not going to come at you. No, you're not happy. I'm not interested. No, no I would have come had, at me. I would have had. I, so, going into the postseason, okay, I would have said this, this, and D tackle like these D line. Great, give me a good one. Great one. I think you need a great one. Whether it's and I'm not as I don't. It doesn't have to be D end or D tackle. Like if there was a dude D tackle. And we could piecemeal together the DN. If you could fine. go make a big time trade, let's say there's somebody out there, like take a a guy who's already been traded, DeForest Buckner, has no guaranteed money left right. back in, in Indianapolis. Let's say you could go and somehow make an acquisition for him. I'd imagine that's going to hurt you somewhere else on your sure. roster currently, but that's fine. That gives you two. You still want to have more to work with. I mean, Philly had four dudes with double digit sacks and Fletcher Cox, who was not one of those four. Right. And Jordan Davis. And then they brought in Dom Kinsu mm -hmm. and Akeem Hicks and what all the things they did. But I think you want to have another – I think – I guess my point is I don't care if it's in the middle fine. or on the edge. I do think they need another dude on the D-line. I think that that's more that, – that dude we're referencing is more important than getting a speed receiver because our speed – it is unlikely that we are going to be able to acquire like – it's not like we're bringing in a number – a Tyreek Hill. Oh, no, no, no. So we're bringing – he's a piece. We're talking about a dude to yeah, me that's true. is more I, important I than like saying. a yeah. piece – of what we want to enhance our other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you make a very good argument. The The reason the speed thing hits we want to score. is because you can, I just think you're the best teams in this league are in our conference with the exception of Philly. They're in our conference and they all score in bunches. And for us to score in bunches, yeah. we need someone to give some space underneath. So Amari can work. So the chief can work. So the DPJ can work on the outside. You need somebody to take the top off. So these are they're one and two. It just, but I guess your my the point thing is, I like about your point is you need a dude in in this on the D line, whether it's tackle or end. You went end fine. You don't need a dude speed. You just need a speed. They you need can, somebody capable who can competent. run twenty five rounds, who can yes, routes right. deep and can catch the ball. Here's That's the thing. It. Amari Cooper had a career year. Donovan yeah. Peoples-Jones had a career year. David Njoku had a career year. He was like 
four, 30 yards off of his career high in yards mm-hmm. without that. So, like, yes. this is an enhancer. This is like an accoutrement. Yes. This is and like having prime ribbon saying, here is a beautiful Napa ajou. cab to have with it. Oh, yeah. Or an ajou. Yeah. Or if we're getting Any crazy, sort of here's a nice crab leg that we're just, just for fun. Why not? Why not? No one, ever get, no one has ever gotten hurt with a crab leg. Nope. Well, that's not true. Well, that's true. Could get hurt. Um, but anytime that needs to be an add-on for the table, just get crab legs for the table. You're going to thank me later. Yeah, that's, that's what we say. That's the way you so do that. Those By are... the way, don't come to me with the crab leg that isn't split. That thing better be ready to go upon arrival. I don't want to have to do all the work. You do the work. Bring it to me split. Fine. If it's one of the like the legs that look like this, which is what I like to get mm-hmm. into, and you have the thing where you can just like slide it through, there is a satisfaction in that. Sure. And then pulling out that great chunk of meat, giving a little, yeah. make a little hal- habanero butter. Sure you do. Like it's actually a habanero ghee melted yep. in, dipsy right oh. through. Yeah, it's spectacular. <sighs> I mean, sometimes you have to night. do that and pull that. You have to pull that little thing, that mm-hmm. one little thing in, yeah, the little tendon or whatever there's yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah you get that guy out of the mix. God, you make it. I'm, I'm making my mouth water. Yeah, so good. It's undefeated. I like it. I like your reasoning. I like your example of because you need a dude. The speed guy doesn't have to be a dude. Right. Speed guy's gonna be a role player. Like if correct in free agency, for example, McCole Hardman. He's coming in. He's going to fundamentally would, change our to offense. To me, he would check the box. Checks the box. I'd be like, perfect. That's great. That's but you're not need. bringing him in to be. He's not catching 70 balls. 1,200 yards and 10. No, no, no. He's and you a, need a guy. But we need a. Who's a 10 sack guy. We need a dude. Yeah. yeah an 8 to 12 sack guy. Do you know what? Sack. Okay. Gibbe. Hey, Gibbe. Gibbe. Yes. All right. Guess the stats, Gibbe. Miles Garrett led our team with 16 sacks. Who was second and with how many? Jeez. Do you have a guess without looking? You can participate. I mean, I think the number's like five. I was thinking three or four. (laughs) Give it, just give me, give it, go, give me, give me a name and a number. You have two chances to be right. Name and a number. I would say Clowney at three. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't think Winovich played what like? enough. What do you like? But I could be wrong. Did Perry have three? No, he had two wiped he out by penalty. Three. Oh, sad. Hate to see yeah. it. Is it a linebacker? How many? Four. Okay. The answer is Taven Bryan with three. All right. Boom. Who's who's third? Third, and how many? Winovich with two. One. Okay. Gibbe. That's awful. Gibbe, who's your guess for third? I might say JOK with one. I was also thinking a corner. The answer, Dion Jones. Oh, my God. With two and a half. He played four games, five games? Uh, 11 games, five starts as an off-ball linebacker. So oh, it's just on linebacker blitzes. Our defensive line, Miles Garrett, 16. Okay, so you count. I need somebody to do the summation for me. Yep. Here's our defensive line sacks after Miles Garrett. Yep. Taven Bryan, three. Jordan Elliott, two. Clowney, two. That's seven. Winovich, one, eight. Isaiah Thomas, one, nine. Perion, half, nine and a half. Togiai, half, ten. 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 Okay. That's... Is anybody else experiencing this? 
You've heard this phone vibrating nonstop. Yes. Some spam company got has you. gotten my number. Do you just block it every time? Yeah, but they, it changes it all. It, it changes time. all the time. Every one of those misses. Spam, Don't spam, you do the thing. spam, spam, spam. It says spam, 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 spam. Do spam. the thing. Where if you don't recognize it, it goes straight to voicemail. How do I do that? It's in your settings. You can do a thing where you if it go if you don't recognize the number, it goes straight to voicemail. It doesn't. All right, I'm gonna look this up. It just they're it, they're out of control. Let's just go back to the fact that Miles Garrett had 16 sacks and the rest of the defensive line had 10. 10. That's not 10. Good. Well, that's why. That's, that's hence why this is it. Yeah. Hence this well, is this, why it's, it's there. It's also why like. This isn't a piece. This is a dude. A dude is needed. Whether it's at D tackle or D end. You, you need. Can, you can do one or the other. But you got to have a dude. You need a dude to co- do to like. You need wreak a, havoc. Josh Uche, who had a. Uh, went in yeah. second round pick and ended up with what? 11 and a half sacks, we said yesterday for New England when we did yeah. that division. By the way, NFC East, which we're going to do in a second, is. It's, it's basically the NFC Pro Bowl team with yeah. a couple of exceptions. Right. Which is outrageous. Yeah. Well, especially on the line. I mean, all those teams have good lines. They have good rush guys. Phillies. Is, There's too many I people. I mean, Washington's really good on the, their line. There are too many people. Yeah. To, to have. make it. Yeah. They have the four, four of the six maybe best. So Aaron, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Aaron Donald, Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Who else is a dominant interior defensive lineman? DeForest Buckner. Yeah. Okay, so uh, they have four of those that ilk. Not Aaron Donald, obviously, but they outplayed Aaron Donald this year. Yeah. Because of his injury. Just in this division alone. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about? uh, You mentioned the crab. Who do you think was the first guy that looked at it in the ocean and said, I wonder, I bet there's good meat in there. And said, I'm going to go through what it takes. It's juicy and sweet. But what it takes to get it out, to extract it. Way too much effort. Can you imagine, like, reach it in there, pricklers everywhere, it's hard. The first time you're doing it, it's you. I mean, you, I, my guess is it How goes do people way back. Discover bread and cakes. Well, you make that though. Like this is How something. How they discover making this it? This is something in the world. Yeah. That you just saw. You're looking at it. and You go. I think I can eat it, and I bet there's something great in it. Hey, who decided they were going to eat escargot? Well, no, I agreed. But like, this is formidable. It's scary. I mean, you look at that thing. There's a lot going on. And at the time, you don't have the snappers. butter. You don't have the butter. There's no butter. There's the you've got the. I feel like a king crab snapper is pretty weak, though. I don't know. I've never I've never tried to take one in the wild. I've never like on Wild Boys. They never was like, oh, get Isn't pinched that what, by like uh, a the king one crab. show on Discovery where they're, like they're crab. Fishing? When I yeah, but it's dangerous to go get them. You can when I cook die them, on the bearing. When streets. I cook them, yeah. I always split them for people. Yeah. For the at the meal, I always cut up and split them so that they just pop open. And you get yeah. what you want. Um, I've actually used a chafing dish, and I'll just put the butter in there, so that, and I just put all the meat in there. You can just get what you want out of it, even make it easier. Yeah, Um, but the you need to have a little, you got to have a little bit of a rubber glove. Oh yeah, dude. Otherwise, you're getting popped, man. Not great. Although that what's inside is. Um, All right, second hour up next. We'll take a look at some mock drafts as we head into the combine. We'll pick our all NFC East roster which Z says is like all Madden. It's like an all Madden roster that we're going to put outrageous. together. So you have that to look forward to, which is nice. A little mailbag. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
you were playing the uh, Friday I'm in Love by the Cure. Yeah, great song. So on the um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride, they have so that it's set to. So what's cool about it is, well, there's a, thou- a bunch that's cool about it. Yeah. But one of the things they do is the coaster. So you're in you're in the carts or whatever, and then the in addition to going on the track, they move. So if your cart is on the track, okay, as you're turning, it's turning on the track. Got it. To look at like a scene in a movie. That's how like the Harry Potter does. Like it goes like this, and then it'll spin all the way around. Like you start out, we were in the back, and then as you went up, it it kind of stopped, and we went like this, and we became the front of the car, of the of the train. So that's the way it worked. Well, one of the things that they do with it, in addition to scenes from Guardians, is they play music from the eighties to the to match the ride. Right. So the f- second time we did it, it was Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Tears for Fears. And the first time they it's did it. It's from his mixtape. It's from the guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the number one one was Sorry. Iran. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, by Flock of Seagulls. So you, that's a song that I hadn't heard in forever. Fantastic. I, great song, and I associate it with the Grand Theft Auto ads. That's So somebody else said that to me, too, that that apparently was, like, was it Vice City Vice or something? City. that uh-huh. that came in and they dropped it on it yeah it was awesome awesome yeah great trailer yeah. holds up yeah for yeah. sure very much holds up so that's good um and then it gets you into a world where they play all those to eat a little salisbury hill from peter gabriel uh nobody gets hurt yeah no one's getting hurt nobody's on getting hurt peter gabriel's got he's got a lot of quite bangers. a catalog dude quite yeah quite a catalog yes he does yeah there's a lot to like with pete um, all right, we got some mock drafts as we head into the combine week. I know that one of the things that's been really annoying to me this week is the uh, Anthony Richardson stuff, and I think that there was like somebody from CBS picked him to go number one overall. There's zero chance that's happening, man. None, zero. Um, and I saw Albright tweet this out. He's like, just just be, do smart and understand it's going to be Bryce Young. Like, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Like yeah. everything else is nonsense between now and then. Uh, Eric Edholm of the NFL Network with his mock draft. Some big picture stuff. Four quarterbacks in the top ten. Jackson Smith and Jibba goes 26 to Dallas. That is theft. If that happens, that's theft. Uh, third a and final wide receiver. fit for them, right? It's an unbelievable fit for them. Uh, the Jordan Addison out of USC going um, to the Chargers at 21. And Quentin Johnston to TCU. The second wide receiver, 25 to the Giants. Do not pass on Jackson Smith and Jibba. I think, I think this week he gets his juice back at the combine. Give a... Yes, sir. We need to queue up Dabo Sweeney for Bo right now. What about Dabo? Sammy Watkins. Don't be that guy. I thought he did that with our guy. Didn't you do that with Deshaun? No, it was was Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Watkins. Don't be that guy. His debut was Sammy Watkins. For with us was Sammy Watkins. Don't be that guy pass on Sammy Watkins. Oh, you guys had him on. On Browns Daily. On Browns Daily talking about Sammy Watkins. And Sammy went fourth. Something high, right? And we had we traded out of that pick, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember that draft, but I mean that was right. That around. was Khalil. It was Clowney. If okay. I could do this off the top of my head, Clowney. He'd know. Clowney. Blake Bortles went third. Yep. Khalil Mack. Okay. Was in was fourth maybe out of Buffalo, and then Sammy Watkins. Watkins was high, for sure. It's two. Let's see. Yeah. This, this was a loaded draft. Clowney went number one. Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson. Oh, okay. two. Yep. How'd that all work out? Did he did he avoid? I don't know. I don't believe I'll so. give you who went number three. Blake Bortles. Bortles, right? Yes. Yeah. Then Watkins, then Mac. Yeah. I yes. thought Watkins, Watkins was the four. Bills. Yeah. 
We had we didn't we move back? DeAndre Hopkins played in the same receiving core with him. And I think Martavius Bryant. They all were at Clemson at the same time. Loaded. Yeah. This draft went Clowney, Robinson Bortles, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack. Every okay. Yes. Here are all the people that have been pro bowlers out of the first round. Clowney, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack, Jake Matthews, Mike Evans, Anthony Barr, Taylor Luan. You also oh, Odell Beckham Jr., Aaron Donald, Kyle Fuller, Shazier. Zach Martin, C.J. Mosley, Jawan James, Brandon Cooks, HaHa Clinton Dix, D. Ford, Darquez Denard, Jason Verrett. Good grief! So Jimmy Ward, Bradley Roby, Teddy Bridgewater, De- and then second round starts off with Xavier Suafilo, Demarcus Lawrence, Joel Batonio, Derek Carr are the three of the first four picks in the second round. Pretty good. Jeez, By the geez. way, so we trade out of that pick with the Bills. We did, right? Yep, and we got twenty-two, which is John Football. Um, yes, but then we also made another. We acquired we the number nine pick from Manzo. the Bills. We also acquired the number eight pick from the Vikings. Because the flipped. Vikings like defaulted, I feel like, on their time or something. That, that did happen when they couldn't get their pick up. But that wasn't maybe that was our draft. Maybe we did no, move up no, one spot. It, so We did move up one spot. We moved Leo from nine Mac to eight to take five. a person that they weren't taking. Jake Matthews, sixth. Mike Evans, seventh. Yep. At number eight, the Browns. Justin Gilbert. Who's the next corner that's taken? Uh, the Kyle Fuller. The next corner is okay. Kyle Fuller. All right, so let's say you just take Kyle Fuller and Derek Carr. Is he the I'd next like quarterback taking instead of football? Mr. Zagura. How about? Well, I'm not saying ideal, but let's say you were hell-bent on taking corners and quarterbacks. Okay. Let's say you just you had to pick them. Yeah. The next guy at each, what does it net you? Yeah, that's what it would have been. Kyle Fuller and Derek well, quarterback, it would have been Kyle Fuller and Bridgewater. Bridgewater, yeah. Which still would have been fine. Maybe he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. But, I mean, if you were – you could have stayed exactly where you were at 9 and 22, and you could have come out of there and revamped your defense forever with Aaron Donald and Demarcus Lawrence. Well, that's a bit of a game record there, yeah. Uh, Eric Edholm's mock draft. He has the Bears taking Jalen Carter first. If the Bears stay at 1 and take Jalen Carter first, then they should all be fired. Well, there's no trades allowed in this mock. That's oh, why. he doesn't allow trades. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, you know if what? That makes I, you feel here's better. what I would do. I would just still take Bryce Young and, and trade, trade him. him later. Yeah. Right. So they got he's got Bryce Young going to Houston. Will Anderson going third. Will Levis four. Going to be a lot of Will it's, Levis love. I'll be honest with you. It's hard for me to even look at these. I know. Stroud I'm, going six it, to it, Detroit. It, it, that's why I try to pick out like the big notes. Where are the Buckeye? Where are the Buckeyes going? Yeah. Where are the quarterbacks so they got going? Paris, Paris Johnson. Johnson going seven. So two Buckeyes in the top ten. I don't think Anthony Detroit, Richardson to Carolina at nine. I don't. I don't think Detroit. Detroit should not take a quarterback. They should no. go win with what they have. Yeah. Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Like, he's good enough, man. Steelers take a Bowie defensive lineman from Clemson. Brian Brees will have to ask Scarlett about him. He's a nice player. He's a five-star kid. The kid that transferred to USC goes to the Chargers. Addison. That'd Jordan be nice Addison. for Herbert. Well, they're going to lose Allen. Yeah, I would imagine. Probably. Like, to me, if you're – Jordan Addison's a nice player. He won the Blitnikoff at Pitt two years ago. If you are – if you're going to put somebody in that offense with Herbert – and Jackson Smith and Jigba's on the board, and you don't take him. I can't help. Well, especially you. if he's a slot, he feels like he replaces. He could do Keenan both. Allen he played right the slot because they had yeah. Alave and Wilson on the in a year Bengals where they had Wilson and Alave 
Smith and Jigba was the best receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And in a room that had those two guys and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Abuka, who will both be first-round picks next year, he was the best receiver. So he's good. Don't be that guy. Don't do it. I tweeted out earlier this week. Don't sleep on jacks. Don't do it. Don't be those. Well, it's not much better than Daniel Jeremiah's. Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL Network. C.J. Stroud goes Indy at four. That makes a lot of sense to me. He's got Smith and Jigba going to Seattle at 20, second receiver off the board. Uh, A lot of D-line and corners in his draft. Um, He also – so he has no trades as well, so he's got Jalen Carter as well, young too. These are silly. Because yeah. you, this, I don't know why they would do, why handcuff him this way. Like, here's how I would do this. I know what they're trying to get him to do. If you were here, what would you do if you can't trade? Yeah. The smart thing to do if you were Chicago would be to draft Bryce Young. Right. And then trade him. No matter what. No matter what. Deal with it later. Stroud's got a chance. He'll have a really good, um, I, I bet he has a really good pro day, and I bet he's really good if he throws at the combine. And they should do – Houston should draft – if they if they get their quarterback, they should take a receiver with their second pick. Just absolutely makes no sense not to. And if they end up – let's say they end up with Stroud. Smith and Jigba. Take Smith and Jigba, right. You're set. Yeah, I like that a lot. This is from CBS Sports. What do you got here, Gibbe? Yes, Mr. Zagura. So this is in the Jeremiah one. He's got Anthony Richardson to Detroit. That I'm not – wouldn't be against. Like two, three-year project guy? Yeah. They have two ones, mm-hmm. right? So, is it their first one or their second? No, their one? second. At yeah. Like eighteen, they get them. So he sits. It's Goff's team. You got another piece for Goff, and then you go and see what you can do. Yeah. So this is uh, who put this together? This NFL free agency mock draft. I don't know who this gentleman is. I don't know. He's got a nice picture though. Hold on. All right. So he they use. He doesn't even get a buy. It doesn't matter. Um, so basically, what they did was if they all these took guys the free were drafted. Agency, and then they, they said, like, if free agency was actually a draft, like, can we mock draft the free agents? Let me ask you a question. Would would this be interesting? I actually was intrigued by it. Like, if you could draft free agents, like when their contracts are up, like you could draft them? Like, no freedom of player movement. It'd be hilarious. So this is based on, instead of using the draft order, this is based on uh, the order of cap space available. So they have the Bears with uh, Javon Hargrave going number one yep. on this. Zach Allen. Marcus Davenport's an interesting name. Juju for the Ravens? Really? Browns bring back Jordan Poyer, baby. I love that. I like that, too. I like that a lot. Carr to the commies. Odell to the Chiefs. That Wouldn't he be resurrected there? So it was Cody Benjamin, oh, by yeah. the way. I could see Odell having like 800 yards in Kansas City and staying healthy. I could see, or I could see him, I think that could go a, a few ways, but I think the I think most th- likely outcome is very good. Don't you think they're like impervious to nonsense, though, with Mahomes and Reed at the it, top? It feels like it. Saquon Barkley to the Cowboys? No way. Here. Garoppolo to the Dolphins. Josh Jacobs Bills? That'd be something for them. Jeez Louise. Paris Campbell to the Chargers, Jesse Bates to the Vikes, the Vikes, Yannick Ngakwe. I'm not afraid of Yannick Ngakwe. How old is Yannick Ngakwe? I don't know, but I like. I was a big Yannick Ngakwe fan. Always yeah. have been. Yeah, I like that too. All right, we got a little mailbag coming your way next. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
be part of one of the most passionate fan bases of the NFL. Join the Brown season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance at securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Little mailbag on a Friday? We got some leftover goodies. Get some goodies. Yeah. I like it. I like it. First one. Saw it yesterday from Dan Orlovsky, our good friend from ESPN. Okay. Team pizza, team pasta, have to pick one. Go. Team pizza. Team pasta. I love pasta. There's so many different sauces I can do. I can do a pesto with shrimp. I can do a vodka sauce. What do you mean? I like, can do a you're saucing like pasta. Your whole team is going to go bolognese. do something, right? I thought he's saying, am I on? If I had to give up pasta or pizza for the rest of my life, I'd give up pizza. When you said that, I thought you meant like. Give me any any kind of pizza. Like we're all going out to eat as a team. Which do you No, like you can only have pasta or pizza for the rest of your life. Pizza all the way. I got news for you on, on pasta. I've decided that I really just like the sauces. I love pasta. Like I like a bolognese on its own. Sure, it's great on its own. Like I don't really need it with any of the, the like chicken parm or the like if I make any of that or veal parm or eggplant none of that, marsala piccata. What about a rigatoni? A nice rigatoni with. I'm not a rigatoni guy. Love it. No, no, for sure. I mean, I like it. I like it. I just it's not. I would probably be pizza. Team pizza. Pasta. Be team pizza. Because I mean, to me, it feels like if you're eliminating pasta, you're telling me I can't have chow ho fun or lo mein or. Well, that's a different. Any noodle. To me, that feels like a different. When you say pasta, to me, it feels like Italian. Italian. Italian I would much rather have Italian pastas in my life than pizza. I could could survive without pizza. I love a pizza. Love a pizza. Love a pizza. I love them both. Because you're hitting me. You're. I'm hungry. You're making me choose. It's tough what you're making me choose. Uh, Cosmos tweets at the show. You guys need to give some recommendations on places for awesome king crab in Cleveland now. Need the deets, baby. Pier W. I'll tell you what, king crab is is not, in my opinion, and Bo, you can tell me if you agree with this or not. I, I don't think king crab is to be the ideal way to do king crab is to do it at your house. Agree. Because you are going to be paying an exorbitant markup to have it at a restaurant. Now, if you're Mark going on it. Price. I agree with you on Pier W. I've had Pier W's great. Pier W's great. For, I've had it there. As like Trout a, Club has unbelievable yeah. crab legs. Yeah. But it here's the problem with crab legs. If I do them at my house, they're not – they're as good or better the than same the restaurant. You're just steaming it. So all I'm getting is the markup. Right. My restaurant attitude is always – can I do this better at home or equal at home? If not, I anytime I go to a restaurant, I'm always like, well, I don't make that. So let's have that because I it's rare I try that, to go that yeah, way. And it's rare now that I'll even get a steak at a restaurant unless Same. it's out on like, a, you know, yeah. if we're on the road and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. going to like Elmo's or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. like Normally, I'll try to find something that I don't make on the reg. Yeah. Yeah. Enough from the clown. Not hearing much about Buckeye hoops up here. Uh, you want to know why? <laughs> he was like, Bishop, what's going on? I can tell you. I'll say Bo. They suck. They I do. saw a clip where they missed like 38 shots in a row. The they, the um, I mean, in short order, they really missed on the transfer portal. Um, I think they thought that the players that they were getting were better than the ones that they got. Um, their veterans who came back did not progress the way that they thought. They have one freshman who's really good in Senzaba, who's a first-round pick in the NBA, but he does not play on the other level. All of this is to say, and he's a great man and thorough and one of my favorite people I've ever covered down there. 
Chris Holtman had a really tough offseason in terms of putting the roster together. Just did. Bring back Thad Mata. He's at Butler. That is. Is that that is in basketball circles an upgrade, yeah? Oh no, 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 no. Buckeye job's way better than the Butler job. Well, he left because he's got health issues. Okay. He didn't want to travel. And by the way, he missed his last two he missed the NCAA tournament his last two years. Listen, I the fact that I knew the name of a Buckeye coach, I'm gonna throw <laughs> it out there, okay? <laughs> Yeah. Easy, easy brown spot and stay in your life. <laughs> hey, he had a good – he did – Oh, he's a great It's the yeah. best Buckeye basketball has ever been was Thad Mata. I'm going to pat myself on the back. They break. played for a national title in 07. They got to a Final Four in 11 or 12. Uh, they I'm were getting in all the lanes, Gibbe. Top five team for about a five-year period. Yeah. yeah. No, that was – that's as good as it's been. Ohio State basketball, Mount Rushmore. John Havlicek. Just because I like Barry Carter. John Havlicek. Jim Jackson. Yeah. Um, Jerry Lucas. Jimmy Jackson. All Jays. So the fourth place you're talking about. Greg Odom. Dennis Hobson. You're talking about Clark Kellogg. Clark Kellogg. Herb Williams. Michael, Michael Red, Michael Red, Scooney Penn, Evan Turner, your boy. Evan Turner was a National Player of the Year. It's hard because you have to separate like the, what they were from pros sure. in college. Honestly, Jared Sullinger was a two-time first-team consensus All-American on the number one team in the country his freshman year and a Final Four team his sophomore year. D'Angelo Russell was a National Player of the Year. A Lawrence Thunderbird. He, he, he wouldn't be on the he wouldn't be up on the Mount Rushmore, but for what he did for the program, Aaron Kraft. People loved Kraft. Yeah. Scooney Penn. What about your boy? Scooney your boy who could stro- what was your boy, your boy who could stroke it? Deebs. Yeah, Deebs. Yeah. Deebs. He was in the craft. He'd make the team. Sure. Because six eight guys who don't miss threes are important. I feel like. It. Um, but so, I think it's probably Havlicek, Lucas, Jimmy Jackson, and probably Dennis Hobson. Dennis Hobson. Those would probably be it. Over Sullinger. Sullinger'd be right there. Odin was hurt a lot. He didn't play. Correct. Yeah. Mike Connolly was great, but it was one and done. Yeah. Evan Turner would probably be in the top eight. Yeah, for sure. He'd be in the second hall. Of that, that job, that program is one of the most difficult to figure out because they have a oh, talent-rich state. so good. They have a talent-rich state. Yeah. They have unlimited funding. Yeah. They should they, be. They don't. They're not demanded. It's not a demand, and maybe that's it. it. There's not demanded by the fan base that they're great. They just, you know, they want them to be good. To me, Ohio State basketball at its best should be what Michigan State basketball has been under Izzo. That's what Ohio State basketball should be that. It shouldn't be Kansas. It's not Kansas, Kentucky, Carolina, Duke. It's not a blue blood. But it should be at, at, among the teams in the next rung. And I think you could make a very strong argument that over the course of history, Ohio State basketball has wildly underachieved. The amount of talent in the state. There's no reason that that program should not be talked about like Kansas and. Duke well, it's not there because it's not. But from give a damn's not there, so it's not blue blood. But it should be right below it. it. There's no reason that they're not. Like to me, like Ohio State basketball should have a similar history as Arizona basketball. Fine. There's no reason for them not to. They have the same stuff. In yeah. fact, they have more resources at their disposal. Yeah. And they haven't. Ben. I mean, they, that's what I mean. The they miss their own. They miss kids in the state. Like they've yeah. never been able to be 
other than when Thad was there, they've never even been... Like, they don't always get the best kids in the state. It's a strange job. I just think if they had... At the time when Thad was going nuts, mm -hmm. where where was football? Trestle? Oh, yes. Thriving. Apex. So that's where the, Here's the big they part. should have capitalized on it right there. They played for a national championship in 07 in football and basketball. They lost both to Florida. The right. That was probably the peak of it. Florida was just beat them in both. Just bad luck. Who was on that Florida hoops team? That's uh, Al Horford uh -huh. and... Um, uh, Yakim Noah. Donovan was the coach? Yeah, Noah. Yeah, Donovan was the Billy coach. Donovan. Al Horford, Noah... Corey Brewer, those guys. Brewer shot the lights out in that tournament. He did. And Noah. And they had the Noah little guard and Horford? Who shot a, it up. Like, yeah. Well, they won back-to-back -back national titles. Kansas is going to try to do that this year. It's ridiculous. But the, you know, the other thing about the Thad run is Kentucky's down. Calipari wasn't Kentucky. It was Billy Gillespie. So Kentucky was down. Indiana was in shambles. Yeah. So, like, he got Connolly, Odin, and Deshaun Thomas, who were all All-Americans, got them all from Indiana. You get the best players in Indiana to come to Ohio State. Is Indiana back at all? Yeah, they're good now. They're good now. Is Purdue still number one? Yeah. No, they're top five. Springfield, Illinois did the Billy Gillespie show. He was Bill Self's assistant in Illinois. Was he? Yeah. That You want to talk about a little bit of a too quick ascent? And then a little bit. Yeah. Off a cliff. A little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Bobby questions real quick. What exotic animal would you like to have as a pet? None, to be honest. I don't need that in my house. I've always been fascinated with like a lemur. Yeah, just like they have a lemur sitting around. Like Dr. Evil. Yeah, but like lemurs yeah. with their, their big eyes and their long tails. Like if it listened to me, like if it listened to me, it would be pretty cool to have like a wolf. Yeah. If it was at my disposal. I mean, I can like on. just. I'm rocking around this guy. That yeah. Guy's, that guy's an attention getter. A wolf's basically just a super dog. So give yeah. me a wolf that listens and is nice and playful. And then if I want to sick it. You know what I wouldn't mind having either? That'd be good. It's like a sweet chimpanzee who was like my homie. So, be amazing if they were actually like hospitable. Some of them. But that's like, what happened on Friends is they put that Marcel guy on there and it was a jerk and they had to write him off. So like we can't work with this thing. Things well, outrageous. What was the one? What's the movie Matthew Broderick? I don't know. And they're like doing experiments on the chimps and he yeah. friends one and that chimp was awesome. Like that guy. I'd hang out yeah. with that dude all the time. I wouldn't mind having like a. I don't think it's as good as it seems. If I had like a polar bear that was like my homie, that'd be. Sweet. Where are you gonna house him? He's gonna swim in our lake. <laughs> Pet jaguar. What's your favorite car from Bobby? Like classic car, or, or it just says what is your favorite car? It's hard to beat. Like, so dude, let's do this from the perspective of like pop culture cars, famous pop culture cars. It's really hard to beat. Like the. Aston Martin from James Bond, like the silver one. That's great. Yeah, like a sick. The, the Magnum PI Ferrari's great. Ferrari, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the Crockett and Tubbs white I Tessarossa was incredible. Fantastic. That's great. The, uh, the Firebird from Smokey and the Bandit is great. Knight Rider kit. Kit right. would be pretty awesome. Project X is the movie. Rapid fire here because we're up against the break. Are avocados overrated? No. no. Properly rated. In fact, maybe underrated. underrated. I I would say that I have an avocado in some form or fashion, including a guacamole. Mm -hmm. I would say that I, that is entering my gullet on average over under two and a half times a week, and over is usually cashing. Yeah, no problem. 
What was the? Best? We always have them every I, Monday on learned, salad night. One thing I really learned was the uh, that if you put them in the refrigerator, they last forever. Forever. As opposed to Correct. Forever. Forever. People are like, oh, you leave it out, and it's like, no. Then it, it's on a quick timetable. You refrigerate those suckers, you're good. You're I like the vacation shop for a cado, but sometimes that's hard. Like they only have the rock yeah. cados, and you're like, nah, I need a little give here. Yeah. Love a cado. At least. Probably yeah, I'd say probably three. eat a ton of them, kids. They're great for you. The best, great the fat. Best decade for music. I mean, everybody's partial to partial to your era, right? Because that's the beautiful thing about music is that it paints a specific time. What I think is fascinating now is like my kids have no frame of reference on that. Like I ran for them, it came out last week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the correct answer. It's hard to beat like seventies rock. I was going to say kind 60s. Of all even. of it. The Doors and yeah. Jimmy. 60s, 70s, like that. 90s that is pretty solid, say. though. The well, we're really good, but like solid. the grunge thing kind of stopped. Nah, but Stop, yeah. People stopped making Dre that type of music. Snoop. Right, that part. Like, I think you could make a. Okay, here you go. You can make an argument like 89 to 94, 5. 89, though, That's includes. killing it. Includes the great vanilla ice. Does. Do you remember at this ice at, ice baby? Remember was MTV big. was um, huge. It was as hair bands were dying out, and MTV used to be a thing where they actually played music videos. And I will never forget this: "Unskinny Bop" by Poison yes. was playing, and then the next one that would come up would be "Smells Like Teen Spirit." And I remember as a young kid thinking, like, these two things are not the same. Not even the same ballpark. This dr- this is such a dramatic change. Like that, like, and then Jeremy was playing at that time for Pearl Jam, Black Old Sun. You're like, what the hell is this, man? And then you could, I remember, I remember I would video VHS. Yeah. These on the VCR. Mm-hmm. I would record hours so that I was able to catch What's My Name by Snoop. And oh, would, yeah. And then I'd watch that. What a video. What Transforming a video. between human and dog. Amazing. Off of the album of which... You have referenced. You can earlier. say that. You can say it. I don't know if I can. His name is Mr. Dog. He has style. He does. And that's a wrap on this week's mail. That's where we're going out on that note. Yep. What all, else is there? I want one more. East roster. No. I want done. one more. No, we're done. Come on. We got to do an all a- NFC. all NFC East roster. Yeah. Favorite pizza toppings? Pepperoni get, mushroom. Yeah. I'm starting to get to a point where, depending on the establishment, that I will add sausage. Yeah, I pepperoni like pepperoni sausage. The mushroom. sausage has got to be right, though. It's got to be crumbled. I want the crumble. It's I don't want those crumb. ball things. I don't want that. The other no, that's thing, gross. My wife's got a. She's got. I think I told you she's got a heater right now that she's got me turned on to. That's a caramelized onion, uh, banana pepper, and mushroom. That's very nice. Very nice. I like it. Very good. Listen, I can't get a, a banana pe- pepper pe- or a pepperoncini is a delightful. Yeah. but I do love a, a pepperoni mushroom. Like I judge all pizza off that. Yeah, pepperoni mushroom. Right. Yeah. If How we do were do doing that? one bite, everybody knows the rules. I That's wouldn't be getting I mean. a cheese pizza. I'd be no. getting a pepperoni mushroom only. I and think Dave's done a disservice by doing it that it's way. Gr- it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and if you're coming at me with canned mushrooms, zero point zero. Get out. Get out. Get out. Not interested. No. No. Be better. Be, be better. better. Uh, all NFCs coming up next. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet coming soon to Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
New way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns. They'll be your favorite four-legged companion. Barking Backers presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Time to pick our all. Nope. See? All NFC East Rasta. You've been pumping this up for much of the program. Yeah. Loaded. Quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Basically, it was second in the MVP voting. Easy. Running back. Loaded. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley gets the nod. I don't have a problem with that. But it's loaded. It is. Yeah. I mean, Pollard was well over 1,000 yards. I think Brian Robinson's going to be really good in Washington long term. Miles Sanders is well over 1,000 yards. Yeah. Both Lo- of those guys free agents, Sanders yeah. and Barkley. Loaded. Pollard too, right? Pollard as well. Dallas got a lot to sort out. They do. Wide receivers. All right, I'm going to leave it open to you. They had three guys in the Pro Bowl, A.J. Brown. Brown, Smith, and Lamb. That's what I said. Now, McLaurin would be Devante, the tough one. Devonta Smith didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Terry but, McLaurin did. Know, Terry McLaurin had 1,191 yards and five touchdowns. Devonte Smith had 1,393 and eight. Yeah, I don't. To me, I don't. I'd go Lamb, Smith, Brown. Yep. Okay. So, and I love McLaurin. By the way, really Barkley nice. was also the Pro Bowler. Tight end. This is the only position in the whole the whole shebang that doesn't have a Pro Bowler. Did you go Goddard or Schultz? I went Goddard. 800 yards. Fewer games, 200-plus more yards. Schultz had more touchdowns, though. So if you said 608 was more than, than 80, 805. Do you start to see, like we said this many times on the show, but like when they got off the bus here. Yeah, they were beasts. And we went, squad. Squad. And it played out. It was all there. Yeah. What's he snacking on, Senior Swag? Looks like, felt like nuts, maybe. Yeah, it was a nut or, or a raisin. Some, maybe Some a raisin. A cup. An M&M. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Favorite M&M, go. Green. Peanut. Peanut. Yeah. Peanut. Yeah, no one's eating. Uh, the peanut M&M is the greatest candy that's ever been made. Two things. Number one, be better. Be, have your mic on if you're yeah, going to talk sad, on this program. Sad. sad. Number two, you just said what my wife says, and I've never heard anybody else say that in my life. Not you, this guy. What you said you? peanut. Peanut, yeah. I said peanut. Yeah. He said peanut. Peanut? Yeah, like N I T. You said peanut. Peanut. You said peanut. Peanut. You said, how do you? What do you say for a donut? It's Friday at two forty-five. I don't care. You can tell me whatever the hell. What do you? How do you? How do you say the the peanut? That, okay, how do you say the a dough blank? A donut. Okay, good. All right, good. You're back. Tackles. Lane Johnson, Pro Bowler. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas is one of the highest graded tackles in the NFL this year. Pro Football Folks yep. had a monster season. Thomas and Johnson at tackle. Yep. Um, Zach Martin. Yep. Landon Dickerson, both yep. Pro Bowlers. Both Pro Bowlers. Good grief. And Center, Kelsey, Kelsey, Pro Bowler. So just on offense, one, two, three, four, five, six Eagles. Six Eagles. Sheesh. Yeah. No, no commies. Commie free on offense. Commie free. That'll right. change here. Yep. Defense. Let's start with the edge. Start edge. Go edge. 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 Let's go. Let's build it yes. up front right. back. Yeah. Let's so this that. should go edge, tackle, linebackers, corner corners, safeties. safeties. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. All right. All right. So edge. Parsons. Micah Parsons. Sheesh. And we're only going to go two edges here for this particular unit. We're going to go. Reddick? Yeah, he had 16, 16 sacks, sacks and a pro bowler. Demarcus Lawrence was a pro bowler, doesn't make our team. Brandon Graham had 11 sacks. Josh Sweat had 11 sacks. Don't good they're not grief. good enough on this team because Reddick and Parsons. We're gonna play. A, we're gonna play a standard six-man defensive line. Okay, 
Or, or we're going to make a hard decision, and you tell me, right. or we'll only keep three of these interior defensive linemen. For right. the record, Jonathan Allen, Jerron Payne, and Dexter Lawrence were all pro bowlers. Okay? Javon Hargrave had 11 sacks this season. Should have been a pro bowler. Lawrence was the highest PFF-graded interior defensive lineman in the league. Had seven and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss. Payne made the Pro Bowl, had 11 and a half sacks, 18 tackles for loss to lead all interior defensive linemen. Jonathan Allen was a Pro Bowler, had eight sacks, 16 tackles for loss, which was second amongst all interior Who, defensive who's linemen. Who's the all-pro at D-tackle? Who are the all-pros, I wonder, at D-tackle? I mean, that's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. This is the best so you defensive pick, tackle. You want to pick three of these cats? We have to. Pro. So who's out? Hargrave or Lawrence? I don't know. The Payne or Allen can be out. Allen's got to be in. All right. The 2022 All-Pro team, since we'll go. This is good. We need this. This will one. be the tiebreaker. Okay. Defensive tackles. Is that this year? 2022. Mahomes and Hurts. That is this year. See, this is a... They messed up. They messed up. They have Chris Jones, Quinnen Williams, Jeffrey Simmons... Uh, Chris Jones, I'm sorry, and Quinnen Williams are the two. Yep. Which is fine. That's fine. Backups are Dexter Lawrence and Jeffrey Simmons. So Lawrence has to be in. So Lawrence and Allen are in. I, I get, you go Payne. I think you got to go Payne. And Hargrave is an absolute monster. He's and he a has monster. a nick, his, you know, his nickname is Grave Digger. Wait, so how many guys are we putting we in? We got five D linemen. Five D linemen. Three interior Lawrence, Payne, Allen, Parsons, Reddick on the edge. Only one linebacker. Gotcha. TJ Edwards, I went with him or Van Der Esch, but he had the most tackles, highest grade, all the so, above. Edwards, another eagle. Yep. Corners. Bradbury was good, wasn't he? Bradbury was unbelievable. He's on. Slay's a pro bowler. He's in. Trevon Diggs, pro bowler again. He's in. Kendall Fuller, just should note, had four interceptions. Honorable mention. Safeties. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson had six picks. After that, it's kind of open, but Derek Forrest, four picks, had a monster season for the commies. That's Sold. who I gave it to. All right. Malik Hooker, nice bounce back year for Dallas, so should be noted. Good to be finally healthy yep. for him. Kicker. That's a ridiculous defense. Kicker, they're all awesome. They were all awesome. Maher was, if it's based on regular season only, it's probably Maher. Mm -hmm. And then Tress Way was the Pro Bowl punter for the NFC. The kickoff and return guy, Cavante Turpin of the Dallas Cowboys, was the Pro Bowl return man. And then the Pro Bowl specialist was Jeremy Reeves from the Commanders. So the a NFC East. The NFC East is loaded. Loaded. It's funny how um, on Philly, because they had obviously a bunch of guys on that. Yeah. It's so interesting how I, I didn't spend any time thinking about Philly until they showed up here at camp. Immediately almost took the breath away just looking them, watching them walk stunning. in. It just didn't even make sense. And we're used to being around NFL guys. And by the way, we have a lot of guys that are plenty impressive physically. Yeah. And they were just another level. Yeah. Totally another level on those two lines of scrimmage. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one to beat. All right. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. No, I agree. I agree. Mistake. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Common sense. 
Common sense. Hey, I think we got. What do we got? We got something. Check our tick fun. We got we got oh, something from the for uh, in the mix. We have peanut. To, yeah. Oh, listen, listen. Play it again. Peanut. Peanut. <laughs> I want this. I want this a on a drop. I want this on a drop. I, I, I just know, threw the I challenge flag like that ad. Guilty. Guilty. Peanut. I heard it. Heard it clear because I Guilty hear it a lot in my house. Hold on, guys. One second. One second. One second. Peanut. Oh, that's a hundred percent. It's a knit. It's a hundred percent knit. Gibbs, that's, that's peanut. Honestly, that's peanut. Like, yeah. I Good job of you, Paulus. Yeah, Paulus is on it. Yeah, yeah, peanut. I heard it right away. My, I'm sensitive. You, I'm sensitive. Peanut. Peanut. An official ruling against Gibbs. Oh, love it. With evidence. Well, this time you're an unbiased judge, so you're sure. able to actually Paulus, make a real ruling. Screw you. It's so much better. So much better. So, I think he just said like, the next level is next. I think there, we've had maybe one bias ruling in the history of this. Yeah, court. That happened maybe within the last two weeks. Maybe sort yeah. of bias, complete bias. Some bias, twenty yeah. percent of bias Fine. at best. Maybe. All right, um, right Gibby. Oh, still thirty. Gibby will be at the uh, combine Monday. Yeah, we'll be loading in. You guys we'll be loading in. And I we'll, think Paul we'll Jackson will join us. Wonderful. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. And the next level, which is as well. We're back on Monday. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Peanut. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.